about to go downtown. Downtown K. Downtown. You about to go downtown. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, and welcome to another week's episode of Downtown World. Don't waste no time with negativity. And this week, y'all know how I feel about my people from Toronto. <laughs> and today we do have a queen R&B princess in the building, okay? Layla Day, how are you today, queen? Amazing. I'm doing well. I cannot complain at all. <laughs> I'm blessed. <Hey>. <laughs> I do have that one on repeat. Yes. <laughs> blessed and highly favored for real. And I'm super, before we get anywhere i want to give you your flowers i want to let you know i'm so proud of you queen for never giving up for always being in pursuit of your dreams and every time that i've been on your social media whether it's in support or seeing someone else in support of you you've always never given up and always going towards your dreams and i'm so happy to be celebrating the release of detour with you hey thank you so much that's so sweet we're gonna liven it up Detour is here. What inspired that title? I'm just I'm just diving right in. What inspired that title of Detour? You look fucking amazing. Immaculate on the cover. Like you did the damn thing. Okay. So what inspired that detour? Honestly, life. Life is my biggest inspiration. Um honestly, it just it just happened. I mean, I didn't know I was creating the project before I started creating the project. I was just writing songs like what is going to um what am i writing about and i'm writing about my life what is going to connect to me what am i talking about what am i going through and um at the time i was going through it uh in relationship wise i was going through it and um and i never really spoke about it because i'm the kind of person that really just like kind of puts what i need to say into my art so i never really spoke about it so i was creating songs about what i was going through but didn't really have a title yet and uh, it came down to actually compiling a project. Um, I was like, well, I, I got enough songs that kind of go together, but what would I call it? And really after contemplating, like I had a whole bunch of other names, girl, you don't even want to hear those names. <laughs> Some of them was like long road. And I was like, nah, not long road. Like who the hell, who the hell names are All right, Butchel. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't want to hear some of the names, but um, I ended up, you know, I was speaking to one of my friends and she was just like, honestly, like, it's kind of like your life, like your whole entire life kind of went on a detour. And I was like, yeah, it did. And the word detour just really spoke to me in in regards to uh, my situation. But then also uh, when I was like almost finishing up the writing and recording process of the project, we went into a pandemic. And then I was like, whoa, detour. Like, it was just an affirmation that, this was kind of what I was supposed to, yeah, I was on the right track and this is what the project was supposed to be called because I just feel like all the time my life is filled with so many detours. Like it wouldn't be my life if it wasn't doing some wild thing, like just throwing me off guard, like tripping me up, you know? So yeah, that's how the, that's how the name. One of my favorite corny kind of memes is it will show like two sides, right? And it'll be like journey to success. And it will be like what people think it is. And it was like just an incline, sorry, doing as if you're here. It's just an incline line with the arrow going up. And then it's like what it actually looks like. And it almost looks like a heart palpitation. You know what I mean? And that is the beauty of life as well, where 
yes, it's a detour, but a detour doesn't necessarily mean that you're lost. It's just another direction and another way to get to where you're going. And through listening through your project from top to bottom, like I got that like beauty out of it. And it really connected the title. And as I said, being just a personal fan of your music and your career is beautiful to see the way you put this impact shit all together. Because it's very authentic, in my opinion, to you. Appreciate that. Honestly, like, I, I agree with you when you say, like, you know, life is about, I always say this, life is about, like, hills and dips. And yeah. um, and a lot of the project, like, when I'm coming out of the project now, but when I was in it and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so trash. But <laughs> coming out of it, I'm like, okay, like, cool. I think moving forward and getting older and as we mature, as women, we're just like, okay, we got to kind of embrace life's mm. between like you said, they really do allow us to be exactly where we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And never know like what happens, whatever happens, what's gonna happen on a detour that's gonna set you up for exactly where you need to be, the right place, you know? Exactly. So- exactly. So I, through, through just everything, I want everyone to know just a little bit more background about you. Those of you that are not from Toronto or you're from Toronto, you're just not paying attention to the R&B scene because Anytime R&B comes up in Toronto, like Layla Day is a name that will forever come up, right? Which is beautiful. So singing from the age of 15, what in, what inspired that? Were you going to church? Was it like with friends at school, 15? That's like grade nine, grade 10. What was happening? What was happening? <laughs> you know what? Um, actually, I, I grew up in a very like musically inclined family um my mom was always playing music like every like I'm telling you every single Saturday morning we're waking up like I'm waking up to the music right shout out to moms <laughs> my dad was a DJ like I was very musically inclined when I was younger I went to church um so I would say like I was singing way before 15 but um at the age of 15 I actually became very serious it's when I started recording my first actual song so mm-hmm that time honestly I don't know nothing was really going through my mind it was just I actually what was going through my mind was I'm going to the WNBA because at the time I was a baller I was like like I was a baller like a shot caller Caller. (laughs) love it love it boy was I wrong um I always knew I loved music but I also loved basketball I had a love for basketball I played competitive sports uh, shout us to my school, Eastern Commerce. You know, we won. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yes, we won a lot of off. Like, we did our thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Time, um, I was at a place where it was kind of like I would sing outside of playing basketball, like in the lunchroom. I had another friend who sang at school and she was singing. I was like, yeah, I could do that too. And we would sing together. Yeah. And then we had the talent show. And girl, give me the dollars and I will be there. So, <laughs> It was like, oh, like if you if you are a part of the talent show, you'll win some money at the end of it. And I was like, okay. So (laughs) I definitely overestimated myself, and I think where I was at the time because of the fact that I had never sang solo before. Mm. And at this talent show, I always tell everybody this, and anybody that's that Eastern, they know. Like this was my first time singing, and I had such huge stage fright that I could not step in front of the curtain so the curtain was closed yeah and I sang, like three quarters of the song behind the curtain oh. but um, 
but the voice, it's really the voice. The voice really spoke to people and allowed me to eventually come in front of the curtain, but then also allowed me to win that talent show. And I was like, oh my gosh, like maybe I can really sing. Like, you know, outside of your mom saying, oh yeah, you sing. Yeah, this. Like, yeah. Whatever. Like maybe I do really have something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, you know, my brother kind of honed in on the idea of me being an artist, a solo artist. And he was like, let's just let's just record and see where it goes and that was my first one of my first recordings was at 15 years old yeah that's beautiful and it is so amazing when you can look back at the early early years at the things that you're doing now the things that you decided to take seriously and you can see who's paid a pivotal role or who are there in those key moments that has helped form Leila Day today right so that's beautiful really beautiful um, let me ask you, R&B made me, I noticed that was in your, um, one of your social media bios. What does that mean to you? Because to me, that is a huge statement, loving music, the amount that I feel like I love it. So R&B made me, what does that mean to you? Yo, like for me, it's like in, in every single aspect. Um, and it's not even like a it's not to be like, a, it's not to come off as like very conceited or anything, but literally R&B made me. Like I grew up, my nice. mom, like if I if I show you like, we have like CDs that are like Lauren Hill, Monica, Brandy, Whitney. Like I was immersed in R&B, um, yeah. you know, dating before, but mainly like, because obviously I'm a 90s baby, like mainly 90s R&B is what was just running the scene. And I was so inspired by that as a young person that to this day, those songs are so nostalgic for me. Like 90s R&B is just like it. I obviously respect the greats, but I feel like when I really think of my artistry, um, I, think of, I think of R&B and I think of me and I think authentically that's who I am. For a long time um, as an artist in the city, I think um, a lot of the feedback that I would get from people who I felt like maybe were mentoring me or label executives, they'd be like, oh my gosh, like your your sound is a little bit dated. You you give me this vibe of like 90s R&B. And I really used to try to shy away from that because I was mm. like, yeah, I want to be current. Like, I don't want to sound like anything old. Like people- are That is current now. Yeah. Girl, right. Yeah. But I was really coming up when I, like even let's say even seven years ago, like people were like, nah, your sound is kind of dated. Like. We need you to be more current. And and the yeah. sound at that time was more like very airy, very atmospheric, very geneico, very like we're not we're not really thinking vocals. It wasn't that necessarily that time in R and B. And so um I was really conflicted for a long time around whether or not I was gonna be I was gonna try to really keep my traditional R and B sound mm -hmm. um or really to kind of change and you know, um kind of update my sound to something a little bit more current. Mm -hmm. During a little bit of time, as you can tell, like I hadn't released music for a long time, but yeah. then I started saying like, you know, the state of music and a lot of people's influence come from the same influence that I have. And I think instead of shying away or trying to deny a part of me that it really is a big part of me, um, I, I just said, you know what, I'm going to actually embrace that. I'm going to embrace the fact that I do sound very 90s, that my runs are very like SWV yes, or yes. whatever, Brandy, um, whomever I'm, I'm inspired by. Uh, and, and that's just who I am. And so I think if I, when I started embracing that more is when people started embracing that 
part of me. And then I found my tribe, the people who really mess with that kind of music. And they're like, that's what I want to hear, you know? So, um, yeah, I feel like when I say R&B made me, I find it's like on, on many different levels. Like I grew up in R&B. It literally created me, the child, Layla Day. And then even as an adult now, I feel like it's, it's brought me through so much. Like I rely on music and R&B to like kind of get me through my feelings and help me decipher what I'm feeling, my emotions and whatnot. So on all aspects, on all fronts, I just feel like R&B, like I'm encompassed by R&B. No other genre outside of maybe gospel has really made me feel like- A feeling. Uh, yeah. 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 It's like, um, you know, one of my records that like, is I, I have a set of like happy songs that like, no matter what, like, put on this song and like you know one of those all-time favorites for me is Luther Vandross um House is Not a Home you know plenty of course you can choose from Luther but like that one no matter when I hear it what time of day what is going on it can literally like almost bring tears almost to my eye for the beauty of just everything he did on that record talked about right so and shout outs to also Paul Porter where he was a BET exec for quite a lot during our formative years and we had that conversation and just the 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 fact of like hearing music versus what the data is showing you and it's very important as an artist for you to remain true to your music versus the data and the algorithms and what the computer can prove versus like what you know and hear and what we know music to have done for us because I'm a 90s baby as well as opposed to how it's kind of calculated in this day and time if that makes well yeah you definitely understand what I'm saying it's right like it makes all the sense and it just like like I said if there is an artist out there like I want to know that like if there's an artist out there who kind of someone's telling them they have like a dated sound and it doesn't have to be R&B. It could be like folk music. It could be country. It could be like, you sound like older, like Lana Del Rey. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter. Like, I think those are all the things that make us who we are. And as long as like, I mean, every time that people have kind of compared me to somebody, it's been somebody who's been extremely successful and hey. who has been given us the feels. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you'll be like, oh my God, you have Lauren Hill. Like, I love Lauren Hill. That is such a compliment to me. And there will never be another Lauren Hill. But like yeah. the idea of like, if we think about what Lauren Hill has done for hip hop and R&B culture, I mean, that's amazing. I mean, why wouldn't I want to be like Lauren Hill? So um, I think, yeah, like, I think it's, it's, it's different. But like when I, when I'm talking about R&B, like I'm saying, literally, this is the genre that birthed me and allows me to feel and it's like, it's a release for me, you know? And, and that's literally all I'm talking about in terms of R&B. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, during my journey, obviously everyone's witnessing it every day of growing as an entrepreneur and learning the things that come along with that, um, no matter what field, because I do see being an artist as a sector of like being an entrepreneur as well. It's a complete investment in self and into the art. So something that, has truly been ringing as a topic, important, important every time is that morning routine or the importance of your morning routine for the people that like are truly trying to get to heights and success. That is something that I regularly hear them speak on. So what are mornings like with Layla Day? Oh my gosh. So, I mean, 
some people know, but I'm, I'm still, honestly, girl, like I, I wish there's an, I have an idea of how I would love my mornings to start. Um, but because I'm, I'm currently working like a nine to five, yeah. start ideally, yeah. but I know that there are certain things that I would like to do each and every day when I wake up, regardless if I'm going to my nine to five or I'm working in music. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like, you know, every single day that I wake up for me, I always have to just give thanks for, you know, the new day that I've been given the ability to wake up. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm, I'm as far as I know, I'm in good health. Um, Amen. To, I like to clear my mind. Like, you know, um, I don't like to like immediately jump out of bed and start doing things. I'm the kind of person like I will lay in bed, like my, my alarm will go off and then I'll lay in bed and just really think and compartmentalize and kind of clean up my mind if I haven't been able to do so the night before, that's really big for me. Um, I know I know that people, like for example, a lot of artists or people who are like really big music connoisseurs, they yeah. love to consistently listen to music. And it's funny because people are always like, like when I come around, okay, like what do you want to listen to? And to be honest, sometimes I like- I want to hear anything. I love silence. silence. Like if I'm driving home, People are like, wait, why is the why is the radio not on? I'm like, or like, why is there not music playing? And I'm like, I really genuinely love the silence. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I get to compartmentalize. I get to reflect on my day. I get to plan, you know, my my future or whatever I want to do, and, yeah. and to envision what I feel like my life sh should be or is going to be like. Um, that's very big for me. I I love music. It's not to say that I don't love music, but I do also love my silence at the same time, so that I can formulate like my own my own thoughts and not always somebody else's. Very true. Very true. Very true. Um, big like my morning routine definitely would consist like if I wasn't working, um, I think a nine to five and I had a little bit more of flexibility with my artistic journey. Oh my gosh, I would love to be able to like wake up, meditate, like take a shower. Also, showers are very therapeutic oh, for me. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always say, not me. <laughs> shower me <laughs> all the time, all day. <laughs> I shower. Everyone, like, for example, like I need a shower to myself. Like, I don't want nobody waiting after me. Yeah, I'm gonna be <laughs> Like understand, I'm gonna be long because yeah, where I get to really again like be with my own thoughts, and I love the hot water. It's just kind of you know rubbing on me, and it's just it feels very therapeutic for me overall. I always tell people for me that's my one like self care thing that I love to do, and um yeah, and then I think that I like if it was up to me, I would just really start the day a lot more slower than yeah. I. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I'm love to once I feel like I've accumulated my own thoughts then yeah. I'll put on smooth and like ease into the day because now I'm like getting into the vibe I love to listen to like you know 70s 80s just like a groove sometimes old rockas like I'm oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> the rockas come on and you're like okay I'm in a, I'm in a groove like you know if yeah. it's throw on like you know the walls group I love the walls group so like I'll throw on some gospel, something like that, but it just depends on my vibe for sure. Yeah. And I want to say, regardless if you're doing nine to five, because a lot of us are, right? That's the real, I like to get the real aspects of entrepreneur, right? And a lot of us are using our time to pay for our passion, right? So 
don't ever beat up yourself for that. If anything, it sucks at first, but the waking up earlier, when you when you finally are able to get with that five, five thirty, even six six o'clock, you know. But once you get the hang of it, trust. Like by the time it comes time to get to work, yeah, you're gonna be tired first, but like it truly pays off. Cause like I'm a granny. I don't drink coffee. I drink tea. So like in the mornings, I like to, you know, catch a good inspirational like podcast, drink my tea. Um, so definitely that's something that like I've had to forge in that time. But now that my body is kind of like used to it, it, it allows you to run, um, you know, more things for the business before you got to go and give all that time to a white man, right? So <laughs> would you consider yourself a morning person? Yes. <laughs> definitely see <laughs> i am not a morning person i i also don't i don't drink coffee i drink um tea tea, tea is definitely very uh important to me in the morning time because, yeah you know, again it's like this warmth and comfort mm-hmm. um, it's like a nice like, hug in the morning <laughs> what i'm i'm ready to start the day mm-hmm. so, who is coming in like if I it's kind of like people in their coffee like if I haven't had my tea yeah kind of a little less patient but like (laughs) mind your business so I I have all the patience for you after my tea but yeah I don't I mean for me like I really I if I'm being honest like I really don't consider myself a morning person so I don't know about anybody else, but sometimes. So let's really, like, let's talk about like, as an artist, you're working nine to five, doing all these things to flourish, detours dropping, you're looking immaculate. It's not easy to have glowing skin, especially when tired. Like, girl, how you doing it? Like, we want to know. <laughs> it's not easy. It's sometimes. It's not. It's honestly that, like, it's that sacrifice, to be honest with you. Like, mm. sometimes see you know, some of my friends who are having like complete artist lives, like they, yeah. they wake up whatever time, they're like, let me just stroll into the studio. And then I got a little, you know, photo shoot today and I'm going to shoot some content. And I'm like, <laughs> do that. Like, you know, that is saying? the voice you hear when they're saying all these things. It's the voice I hear. It's almost like a yeah. It's yeah. the YouTube voice, the blogger voice. I got you. <laughs> Like they don't sound stressed at all, and I'm like, okay, yeah, aspiring to uh, be like, and not not necessarily them, but that level of freedom and um, financial freedom is essentially what I want for myself and my and my entire musical journey and career. So let's um, say this: worry yes. is no longer a part of my life. Worry is no longer a part of my life. Period. 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 I have time for the things that I love to do, yes. period. For the things that I love to do. Period. And you do live an artist life. That is an artist life. We're no, being very real. Very real. But I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, like at times it feels yeah. like like it's, it, it not it feels, it is. It's two full-time jobs because yeah. I as much into my artistry as I do my nine to five. Yeah. And I love what I do nine to five, but I know that I'm I'm destined to you know be a for sure, for sure. We're all rooting for you. So I want to know, um, tell me about a time where you felt like you had almost or you had completely given up. On music? Just in general. Yeah, if it, I, music, yeah. like just like, when was the time that you feel like, ugh, I given up? 
Um, so I think the kind of person that I that I am, I find myself to be a fairly positive person when it comes to um, my own aspirations and goals. Um, if I write them down, they're real. I'm, I'm the type of person like I make vision boards. Um, I, I write down the things that I want to get done. I have step to step by step to do lists like daily, etc. I'm that kind of person. So um, in all honesty, I cannot say that I've ever been at a place where I've wanted to like give up entirely, but I have been at a place where I have contemplated like, is music something that is still serving me? Mm. Um, still something that, you know, is still serving my soul. And if it's not, what is happening, you need to reevaluate. Mm. Um, very big, I'm very big on taking the breaks that you need uh, mentally. And, you know, I've, I've been through things um, and I had to, I was forced, essentially my body and my mind forced me to take a break. Mm. And it was kind of like, I, I'm so used to like, go, 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 that, you know, when it came time to go, 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 and I couldn't go anymore, it started affecting me, like, you know, developing social anxiety, mm-hmm. etc. I was like, oh, well, now I have to reevaluate what's actually happening for me and I have to deal with me or I'm not going to be mm. effective to anyone, you know? Mm. So yeah, there's been many a times like where, you know, I feel like even, you know, after the passing of my sister, I didn't know for a good chunk, let's say like a year after I was still in go mode. I was like, okay, this has happened, but it's not going to stop you. You know, I dropped, I dropped a project, um, black bouquet. And I was like, okay, like you're going to, this is what you do. You're going to get over it. You're good. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until like a year and change after that, that my mind and my body and, and people were, sometimes people would look at me and they'd be like, you, you don't look as happy. Like, you know, you didn't, are you, are you taking the time? You're wearing and, it on the outside. Mm-hmm. And you know what, like it's, it's equivalent to, I don't know if you ever like, you know, been to work and then you really tried, you know, you like, you really tried, you woke up, you're like, okay, I put on my face, I did my hair, I came to work and I'm wearing a smile. And someone's like, oh my God, you look tired. And you're like, <laughs> that is yeah. not a compliment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the kind of feeling, but sometimes it's like putting that mirror in front of your in front of your face and saying, "Oh, well, yeah, maybe like what is happening, what is going on." Sometimes it's not what other people perceive, but at mm-hmm. the same time, I think for me, um, I knew that something was going on that I hadn't addressed, mm-hmm. and that and that was pain, and that was all of these other things. So, um, yeah, I ended up taking a break and I was like I I need this break because if I don't I'm going to break down (laughs) and um yeah I took the time I took the time to just sort of heal understand myself understand my sister's legacy what do I want to say what do I what did my sister's life mean to me what was the purpose of her being here you know what did she need to tell me and just a lot of different questions that I had you know questioned myself but also um, yeah, just took the time to understand me a little bit more. It's still a process even till now, but I think I'm at a much better place with everything. Thank you for honoring me with that because as I said, I am also a personal fan of you and that was something I definitely did notice. I felt I felt the halt as a fan or trying to look through your socials and you know, I'm like, what's going on? Like, 
man, I hope this girl don't turn like on the Toronto things and just stop like, man, she's glad and good. Like, I'm just being very transparent with my thoughts, you know? And I'm here like, yo, I really want to ask her about it. I really want to ask her about it. But I, 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 I said, you know what? It is don't waste no time with negativity. And she's here and detours here. And God just has a way, as I said, I'm working with B, shout outs to Boy Pape, shout outs to Baby Marquis, you know what I mean? So it's just like for this full circle moment, in my opinion, to come around, just like, yes, this queen is back. It was a detour. Like, it's so fitting. So I am so happy for you. And thank you for sharing that transparency. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. seriously. And I, and, I, and, I, and I said that, I said, even when I was phrasing the question to myself, I said, she hasn't given up. So I don't want to insinuate so I just wanted to give you that that space and perfect. Thank you. Right. <laughs> and I and and that is more than people even deserve of an explanation. So no, and I and I appreciate that. Like, you know what? In all honesty, like I think and and I'm hoping that, you know, some of the people who've really supported me over the years really hear this because um it's really important to note when someone isn't, I guess, as active as we would like them to be. And I'll take myself for example. It's those it's those messages where like people are just like, "Hey, still listen to you know Black Bouquet or I still listen to this song. It touches me. Still love it. Just want to like you know send you words of encouragement or you know if somebody just randomly tweets like, I don't care like Layla the Day's music is whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, yeah. In those moments, um those have really like have really brought me a long way they've carried me through the times where i'm like man like should i just not do music anymore like i don't know yeah. if anybody's listening that's a question that like i, I ask it's myself all the time yeah time. are people even listening do people even care whether or not i drop um that's a whole thing like that's a whole other thing even in terms we of care us. and not to cut you we care and for those that don't want to admit it or they, they, um, as I, as I've said before, like one of the things that helps keep me motivated, I, I know niggas wake up daily or check your link to be like, mm -hmm, I knew she won't stop those, those things as well help to fuel. So let me tell you, girl, especially coming from Toronto, even if they do not tell you, I just, I, yeah. I ego is not, you know what I mean? We are rooting for you. And unfortunately, but fortunately there are people out there rooting to see you stop doing what you're doing. So every time you pop up, when they see, when you see, when they see that fine, you and your fine melanated self on those covers, it just uh, shuts it down. Uh, it's the devil the rest. So yeah, don't ever like, it's healthy to question yourself because that is a true part of growth and a true part of being the people that really want to add, you know, change of things and not to be like preachy, but if you're not asking yourself and being in self-reflection, which silence does really help those things, you know what I mean? Then are you really growing? Are you really trying to aspire to new heights? So it's completely healthy that you have those conversations with yourself, but just always come back to us because we are rooting for you. And being someone from Toronto and in these spaces, proudly as I'm talking or names come to me as I'm interviewing with other people in LA and all these other places, naturally, Layla Day is an R&B artist as well. Shout outs to Marley and a couple, you know, a, a lot of ladies that I love to, you know, 
when you think of just black women and if we're not going to speak julie black we're going to speak kavaya mighty and a whole bunch of names that come to mind of this generation that like rep for us whether they want to admit it to you or not so you do that and you do it well Thank so you. mental health always number one but always come back yes i will i mean i know this i know this now i think i'm at a better place with it but yeah, yeah. i'm like i said i'm grateful for everyone who um, is, is secretly rooting for me and I mean overtly rooting for me you know people who are yeah. in my being me like I said that's been that's really been the fuel to be like okay I, I have to hold myself accountable as well so yes just really happy to be at this place where there's new music coming out and yes I feel happy about it so excited so I'm not even going to tire you um, you kind of mentioned it earlier top five R&B artists let's go Oh my gosh, this is so hard. Okay, before, I just want to preface this. This is really bad, but like, I just want to preface this. Like, I'm a diverse artist. There's like my top five that I really go to, but there's also a lot of other people that I really have been inspired by and whatnot. But okay. nonetheless, uh, Lauren Hill, Jasmine Sullivan uh, are my like top two. Um, I think Brandy is also one of my tops. Um, but then also more recently, like her is definitely um, someone that I consider myself to be very influenced by. I love her vibe. I love her energy. I love what she stands for. And I love her uh, live capabilities. It's really strong. Um, and then I think even and, and she would honestly, I think, kind of be considered one of my top fives because I've been to like five of her concerts. <laughs> yeah, like it's she's amazing. Yeah, yeah. She's super. Yeah. Do you and think so. she's honestly very legendary um, is, as a young yeah. black woman? Like she's very legendary. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I would say, I mean, it's so hard to do top fives. Um, I would, <laughs> uh, you know what? I would say like, I love Anita Baker. I think she's oh. another kind of very, and Faith Evans too. Like, I don't know. It, it, it there's a lot of people who I feel like definitely and so it's really hard like the top five question is always very hard but I do know that like (laughs) you already know my top two are Lauren and Jasmine they will always be you know up there for me because yeah I don't know that is amazing I forgot somebody who okay I'm sorry I have to put Ari Lennox listen Ari Lennox my girl She's like, she's like my friend. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, like I met her and stuff like that, but I've never really met an, like an artist in the industry, I find, like who I didn't really know, but I knew. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got a very like Toronto, like you belong here with us vibe. So thank you for confirming that. Cause that's how I feel listening to her music and watching her on social media and her humor. <laughs> mine, like she's the homie. Like when she's on- <laughs> This, like, Ari be like, okay, y'all, I'm gonna call you back. She's on live. (laughs) Okay, girl, like, that is, that's, like, listen, everybody knows me. Like, Ari is, yeah. And and, and I love her music. It's still something, like, I love her music. But outside of that, like, she's a beautiful person. Beautiful, beautiful human being. Yeah. Thank you for confirming that. I I always had the feeling about I wasn't able to meet her when she came to Toronto, but, like, her project, the artistry. But, Back to you, um, your list, I love it. I'm not surprised by it. 
um, through listening to Detour. Thank you for blessing me. And the the vocal, like the harmonizations. Um, oh my God, I should have. Yes, I think it was the switch. Um, the way how you even opened up the track, like right away. It just, ugh, like it gave me like exactly what you said. I'm not going to put no names. So it gave me Layla Day. You know what I mean? You did a beautiful job. Ugh. But I want to, I'm not, I'm not just glazing over it like that. So uh, <laughs> I wanted to ask you, in uh, one of the tracks, you're kind of, um, the intro, you started off with, is it safe to say a poem? Absolutely. It's a poem. Okay. Yeah. And um, the thought, I'll just read it out as I have it here. Um, if I'm going to be by myself, then I'd rather be alone. And I want to know, is that coming from a toxic place, way with day? Absolutely. <laughs> let's talk about it <laughs> that is a toxic place and I'm I said this new caption alerts <laughs> I'm telling you it's also a reminder so like yeah. when I'm making these songs like in the moment I was also making these songs like for myself you know yeah. to come through um, a relationship that really hurt me and like broke me you know, so um, when I'm saying like, I would rather be alone than be in a relationship with someone and Jeez. feel alone. Like Jeez. that to me is crazy. Like if I can't have a conversation with you, we don't, we're not communicating. Um, you know, if, if I'm not getting responses from you, simple things, you're brushing me off or you're not even paying me any attention or mind. Um, we all have things like as human beings, as like single entities we all have things going on within ourselves and Definitely. things going on in the world like outside of us being in a relationship you add someone else or you add a child that's obviously a whole other yeah. ball game right yeah. however you know just like being in a relationship there are obligations that you speak to the person that you're with your partner um that you engage with them as if you care about them and um if you don't which again like about communication i'm i'm a, like i always say like even in the song i say i don't ask for much i don't think i'm super hard to love and i yeah. i try to give space to my yeah. partner but you know i think it's important if something changes i would prefer for someone to speak to me about it you know i'm like i said i'm not like oh my god like i don't consider myself that kind of person yeah. life happens things happen we fall in love with people and we also fall out of love with people yeah. the only thing we owe our partners and the people that we're in relationships with is yeah. the truth and the honesty about where we're at and um yeah i feel like when we're not giving that then i'm i'm gonna make the song that says i would rather be alone <laughs> yeah. <laughs> feel alone what yeah 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 are we here like yeah. why are we here yeah so yeah, that's kind of the idea of notice and um and the song. <laughs> that's myself and like so many people that have been in relationships can relate to like I heard that lyric as I said and right away I was like, geez, yes, 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 yes. Because it, it it's crazy, especially when you feel like you've built such a level and you know, transparency with someone to still feel like, yo, how can I be around you and still feel so much by myself but you know 
girls like me, we appreciate the toxic lyrics because as I said, caption, caption, you know, but I do not take your real life experiences. Like, do you know how, like how much that also affects? It's deep. It's deep. And like, like, how can we be here? And I care about you so much and you say you care about me so much, but there's no effort for us to be you know, get better and communicate in a, in a different type of way. And, um, you know, the song opens up with me saying, you know, time is moving faster while I'm here. Like, I'm literally, so it, and it's the idea of me being in this relationship, like waiting, waiting, waiting. Like, you know what? You're going through something. Mm. Maybe I don't mm. wait. Like, I, I want to be very um, conscious that, like, it's not just about me. It's also about you. And maybe something is happening or something's going on with you. Give and, and take. Wait. Right. Give and take. Waiting, waiting, waiting. So, you know, time time is moving. And yeah. if at some point we have to re- reevaluate and yeah. be like, can't wait forever. So, so here's the kicker for me, Layla. Here's the kicker for me, okay? My apologies. I did, um, I mistakenly wrote in the wrong order. So that was not, from the foam, it was from notice. Okay, on the project, this here is cool. Okay, losing it all has brought me to the richest places. Losing it all has brought me to the richest places. Oh my gosh. Okay, wait. I do have to mention um shout outs to Desiree McKenzie. She is actually the writer of this poem. Don't um, shout out to you, please. Like commissioned her. Sorry, to... I didn't have that information with me. So <laughs> well, this information wasn't super public knowledge. It's actually yeah. coming out. Um, but um Desiree McKenzie, we sat and sh- I commissioned her to do this poem for the project specifically, and she just nailed it. Like she sat, crackled and popped. But that literally is is my life like after speaking telling her my story and her coming up with the idea of like losing it all has brought me to the richest of places like I've I feel like and I think a lot of people not just me but I can only really speak for me but like I've 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 lost a lot of things but in losing all of those things and it's like did I really lose did I exactly in the moment you know yeah so over that we're like oh my gosh like it i'm just i'm down like i'm down yeah. right now right yeah. our lemon and but in the same at the same time it's like the idea of like people are saying like we don't know what good is until we've lost or we don't know what up is until we've experienced down and so that's the idea of like you know it's brought me to the richest of places met very beautiful people has kept me very humble and down to earth because losing it all could really happen to anybody at any time um but it's about the experience like you know when you are at that place like what is the experience what are you taking away from it so yeah i think that's a mic drop too as crazy definitely as crazy as crazy as this sounds majority of these huge ceos multimillionaires fortune 500 company people Grammy Award winning artists that I've spoken with, let me let me tell you, okay? They've said in a common theme that pain and suffering, essentially, like I'm paraphrasing, but pain and suffering is what has led them, like 
this girl, Desiree, she, she said it perfectly, has led people, ourselves, when I think about, there's something about when your back is against the wall, you're going through that deep feeling. Like, if you didn't go through all of these things, if you didn't take this mental break, Detour would not be here with us today. So, you know what I mean? Similar to even, like, To This Day, which is a really underrated song um, for Tiana Taylor, Rose in Harlem, you know what I mean? But, like, those type of that thought process and that idea where it's just like there's when it comes to growth whether we want to admit it or not there is a a certain amount of pain and suffering that goes into that that makes the experience so beautiful the greats mm-hmm. that we love luther anita nina anita baker anita like aretha friend like all of their stories are so painful when you really think about it yes it's so yeah. traumatic. it's just about in your truth mm. like look at adele you know, oh. adele's about to come out can't wait um <laughs> i am ready i'm here for it you know i'm yeah. here for growth as well whatever it is that she puts out one of also one of my favorite vocalists um right right now also is yabba yabba is a beat and like yabba is so good at like invoking an emotion mm. in like and and pulling from an, a, a really special place for herself that you can't help but feel yabba and you can't help but feel yabba's pain but at the same time, like, I think, you know, she's lost a lot as well. And yeah. it's brought her to a really rich place, you know, that, that money cannot buy. Mm. That it's a, an experience that, honestly, you just have to kind of go through in order to get to the level of GOAT that, you know, you, you want to be at. Whether that is, like you said, like Prince, like Yeba, like yeah. Adele people who have like amy rest her soul like amy Winehouse, like, yeah. talking about you know people just owning their truth and talking about those losses and really gaining the riches that they could never experience otherwise or get otherwise there's there's um serious beauty in being vulnerable and when people really dial back why they love uh music so much that is like i would personally say that is a premise of it they're is being vulnerable. I, I look at sometimes like video content where I felt like I look soapy. I was just like in bed and I decided to really share something that was on my heart. And then that's what like goes crazy. I'm like, oh, like what? What happened to, you know, this edited, <laughs> properly manicured content? Right. That's not my life. Literally, I've been there. I mean, really quick story. Like I said, oh. I was in my car. Yeah. And- I sang this um, this cover, um, the Sunshine Anderson cover. Heard it all before. Like when I look back at the video, I'm like, my braids were stale. I had on my glasses. I had on my hoodie. Whatever, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But I was vibing out. Yeah. I don't understand. It's always the videos where you're like, I really. What <laughs> it it's like that in itself has completely changed my life has connected me to people whom I probably would have never connected with before and so that's why I say like detour speaks to me in so many different aspects of my life like you know the idea of me just like singing because I love the song not singing because I'm like oh god I gotta put out content I'm like this is a song that like like well just I haven't heard in a really long time I love 90s R&B I love 2000s R&B haven't heard long time it is a bop I'm like okay does anybody else remember this song let me sing it yeah. I sang it it wasn't like this whole curated content that sometimes I put so much energy I into mm-hmm. 
it misses the mark, right? Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I think I think it's so strange how that works, but I think it's it's in in perfect alignment. Perfect alignment. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Right. So I want to know what does SFTC stand for? Yes. So SFTC stands for Shorty from the City. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. I loved, I loved all the records, to be honest. Yeah. But I was curious to know. So, yeah. So um, Shorty from the City, SFTC is, yeah, is a record called Shorty from the City. Uh, that's a record that I actually crafted and cultivated while I was in Philly. So shout out to Philly. Shout out to Philly, one of my like favorite places to go, like literally yeah. see your brother like that For is real. so real. Yeah. French. Shout out to Jazz, shout out to um, you know, the studio that I went to. It was just real vibes. Shout out to Rents do everybody. So um I was in Philly for a show. I had the ability to um, go to a really dope studio. Um, and I actually, actually, I really do want to shout them out. I don't remember. I think it's 1120. I'm a yes, because Philly always shows love. Shout out to everyone. So definitely, definitely. 1122 MMG Studio in Philly, okay? So I went to the studio. We were there again. During this time, I was um, still in this like kind of tumultuous relationship, but it was, it was more on the ending part of it. Yeah. So to Philly, again, every time before I like start to record, I'm like, okay, like what do I want to say when I'm writing and whatnot? And we got we had the ability to get into the studio and and all this stuff. And then I was like, I'm in Philly, but I, I feel like you know Layla Day, me myself, like I don't really have like a Toronto record. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I don't have a like this is like paying homage to like you know my city. And um, I feel like this record that was like my intention, but it also was just the idea of like um, I need y'all to understand that like you know the shorties from the city i.e. me, the Toronto girls, like, wherever we're from, and if you're from whatever city you're from, right, like, yeah. it's from the core who are, like, okay, we, we're not, like, rural, we're not, like, <laughs> we're not, like, suburbs, we're the straighties from the city, like, we don't play the bullshit, like, we don't play that here, you know what I'm saying, like, and especially from Toronto, it's me, I'm saying, because I was also in a long-distance relationship, and maybe they didn't know about me and they didn't know about Toronto girls. Maybe they didn't know Facts. that we don't play that, but they're learning. The world is learning slowly. <laughs> oh, today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shardy from the city definitely helps. You're learning. <laughs> Learn today that we don't play that here. You know what I'm saying? All the little, you know, foolery that you want to conduct and do, you that can that slides with all everybody else, but the shorty from Toronto, this shorty from Toronto, I don't play that. So that's what that song is mainly about. And um, because I think I was in Philly also, everyone was like, this is like really cool. Like it's a really cool like perspective because I was already not in Toronto when I mm -hmm. recorded it. I, I was thinking about home. I was thinking about like, I need people to know that like, we don't play those games. Like, and, yeah. and every Toronto shorty that I know, like, we don't play we don't play around especially like we're, we we'll, we'll be quick to let y'all know like no yeah <laughs> we're not about to yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> definitely so moving forward um this track is locked and definitely see it creeping into 
um, as soon as I'm able to add it to one of my playlists, into my morning playlist, bless, freestyle. Why was that an actual freestyle <laughs> or love that record? Really? I know that's so, thank you. It's so strange. I mean, bless it. It has such a really interesting story behind it. Like I am such a calculated person, I find um, mm. sometimes too calculated and Bless was one of those records that I wanted to not feel so calculated. Um, mm. If a lot of the other records, and if you actually know even anything really about my artistry, I love a really good crafted, cultivated yeah. song. Yeah. Like from vocals. I like yeah. harmonies. Yeah. Like structure. You know, exactly. A particular kind of structure. And um blessed wasn't that at all it was so off the whim it was just like you know i had on this shirt uh shout us to hakeem he was with me and and the shirt said blessed on it and um we were just kind of like shooting a shot like literally shooting a shit like just freestyling and, he, and then he was like yo like i'm blessed and i was like i'm blessed and we just kept going back and forth like i'm blessed like yeah. and it was almost we were, it was almost like a mantra that we were just kept saying like yeah. we're blessed which which honestly we are blessed, yeah. you know what I'm saying? When I think about it, like we've all come through a pandemic. Um, a lot of people didn't have the, don't have the ability to be here right now, you know? Um, when I'm thinking about my life and like where I'm at and what I've gone through and, you know, to be able to still have, find joy in music, um, to still be able to sing, to still be able to smile, to still be able to wish other people well, like, all these yeah. different things, I'm like, I'm blessed. <laughs> doesn't happen for everybody and I think people need to understand that and also it doesn't happen for you like not just not you specifically but no, yeah. Listening, yeah like not everybody um gets to be where you're at and so we just have to give thanks and that's really what I wanted to do it it really just ended up being a freestyle because I was like you know what uh <laughs> all right and I was like okay and it just kept going and I just took it line by line and it wasn't anything that I wrote down. I'm a I'm a very big like pen to pad kind of kind of writer. Love it. <laughs> but that, Love it. Time and I was like, what do the I sound I sound like my grandma, but I was like, what do the young people do? Like they be freestyling stuff and I was like, all right, cool. We just we just about to, <laughs> we about to file this record. But it was fun, which and and it's so outside of like I feel like Layla Day and what people expect of Layla Day. It's heavily auto tuned. That's not really my thing. Yeah. Um, well we know you can say. You know you can't say so i wasn't offended by hearing that like i know you got the vocals for real for real so you know if anything if i'm being completely transparent with you i'm 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 i've i'm still yet to hear that layla day track that just as a personal fan i feel like you like when you hear whitney i am nothing i feel like that is a track as a fan of her listening to her music, I personally feel like in the studio, she really let it out on that one. And I feel like you, 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 you tease me so much. I know you got the range. I know you got the ability, but that song where I was, where I like hold the table, I'm like, who, like, was she okay after she sung this? Like, and I, and I, I'm, I'm, I am in no way rushing you. In no way rushing oh, that is just something that i'm able to look forward to because i enjoy every as i said detour it's it's the project where i feel like i'm really 
you really were everything you spoke on taking the time for mental health being able to get your mind back in focus being present in the moment um exercising gratitude in your life i hear all of this in detour so i am so excited for where that brings you it's just like yeah if i'm just being like i'm like i know i know you still got more in there it's not this isn't all it this isn't all it i love love transparency because oftentimes actually i feel the same way um but it's coming i think it's coming and i'm excited to wait for it yeah Yeah. jake's thing where he says like 100 million i'm still on the grind but um and he also says that's the kind of idea that it is it's like you know i think people like it but i i know that like my capacity is much further than what i'm actually putting out right now but i'm really excited for the future because it's coming it's coming and that's great because, as I said, I can speak, of course, from a media standpoint, but as a fan as well. And when you think of your audience, and I would like your audience and people that are part of that, um, there's a healthy, there's a health, I don't know if artists really think of this or whatever, but there's similar how Brianna has yet to put out another project. And I'm a super fan of her, but listen, I had that anticipation. And this is just one of the things in my, like, love for Layla Day as like an artist this is an anticipation that is healthy for me that is something that as like what is the next project coming what is that like you know like it gives that feeling and there's no ceiling to it so I'm really happy to as to watch you as well go through all these motions and grow and just see your journey as an artist and when you decide to give it to us we will we will gladly take it <laughs> absolutely yeah <laughs> I'm ready. I think I, I, it's coming. I think I just, you know, we I just got to link with the right people and cultivate that a little bit more. But absolutely. I, I'm so grateful. Thank you for like, you know, the insight because I'm, I'm glad that somebody else is also kind of hearing like, yeah, yeah, I hear her. I love what she's doing, but I that's me being frustrated and being like, oh, I heard that run. Come on, girl. I need to <laughs> like it's one of those. So I'm truly just excited. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> She's like, mm, girl, you don't even know. Like, <laughs> right? So show me, all right? Self-explanatory, but what inspired Show Me? So actually, Show Me was one of those songs like I did almost like four years ago. Okay. Uh, well, I started it. I started it maybe even more than four years ago. Um, and it was a song. It, was, it wasn't finished, but it was a song that I just... I always loved, but it wasn't there. Yeah, it wasn't there. It wasn't where I wanted it to be yet. So I shelved it. Um, Mm -hmm. I put on the shelf and I was like, I'm also not really at that place. And I don't know if I can really finish this song to the capacity that I want the song to be at right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, I shelved it for many years. And then, um, and then, you know, in going through uh, this relationship and then, you know, coming out of that relationship and I was like okay like so now that I'm taking the time to heal I've taken the time to heal and I'm moving forward and moving on from this relationship like what do I want to say to the next person that I end up being with yeah and you know the song I love that right I love that powerful question like the the song in itself um is very sensual but also it's saying like I don't really want this anymore. I need action. I want someone to show me that this is where you want to be. I'm who you want to be with. After coming out of, yeah, you know, 
whatever is on is in detour and crap and people not noticing me and whatever i'm at a place now um where i want someone to show me and so it kind of doubles down as like a very sensual song but also at the same time it's like that idea of telling someone now like what i want and what i expect um and so after it being shelved for many years i i connected with a really beautiful human being uh aaron paris as well as um a band that encompass a lot of different people, but Kevin Kofo, Kemi, um, Glody, um, John Bacala, like these are all people who contributed to the making of this song. Yeah. Uh, and for me, like if you listen to Show Me all the way through, it's so cinematic um, at the way that it ends. Uh, it's I literally have written down under Show Me, no denying vocal ability. I, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't have a reason. I, I literally wrote down those four words. Yeah. Yeah. You did that. It's just like, it's just a feeling. And honestly, I'm gonna tell you something. I do not ever um, toot my own horn or big up. Toot it, girl. Toot it. I know, but never. Toot it. Toot it. 20, 2022, we made it through this panini. We're tooting. We're tooting. Two to two Period. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm so <sorry. laughs> I just love the the feeling that it gave me when it was complete yeah. because I had Ooh. shelved it. I'm the kind of person like if I shelve a song, I'm gonna tell you something. If I shelve a song, it's more than likely that song will not see the light of day. <laughs> Because I just never I'm, satisfied with your work. Thank you. I've <laughs> moved on. But for some reason, like this song just really stuck with me. And yeah. um I don't like you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know if it's if it's gonna be a favorite of, of anybody's, but it's a favorite of mine just based on its um ending kind of cinematic ending and the feels that it gives me with the band and with Aaron's strings and with the with the background vocals like everything from that second verse it was actually it started out acapella and then we built around it like it was me saying like like ah, like every single thing I was hearing my nose here um no denying vocal ability I appreciate you so much. It was it was work. It was so beautiful, and I I wanted beautiful. to do that. Beautiful, James Blunt. <laughs> that was again. So thank you so much. But yeah, show me. That's literally the story of Show Me. It will always it will go down honestly in the history books for me. Oh, yeah. as like just oh, yeah. a really beautiful. Oh yeah, when you when you get to performing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This is. This is like, and and I'm just guilty. As I said, like I, I'm a real music like nerd. So as well, when I'm listening to these songs, and you know, those are like all the things that are going through my mind. Like, oh, this is the one with the show with the lights. This is the Beyonce XO. This is the, you know what I mean. So definitely, like, heard that, heard that. See the cellular lights on. I see it. I see it. You got it. You got it. Claimed. Right. Received. <laughs> Give me, give me the budget and I will deliver. A the budget ship. is yours. The budget, budget is yours. The budget is yours. Um, I, I, I don't know how much effort or like attention you put into the order. Um, 
as I said, I pay attention to everything. So it was a beautiful come out of I am blessed, even when we're speaking of, as I said, growth, mental health, detours, gratitude, all these things. And um, just in what I've been receiving in terms of just word in my life, where it's just like, okay, that is a great space to come out of. After being like, I am blessed, as we say in church, I am blessed, I am healed, I have all those things, affirmation to yourself, self-love. As you've explained, Detour, you took this time to yourself. And then you came into a space where you're like, all right, show me. And that was like a beautiful transition, you know? And it didn't stop stop there, um, even though it did stop there because this is the last track. Um, but I really, really as well appreciated um, Passenger for thousands and millions of reasons, but being a black female and having like my own thing going on and, you know, we want to be in love and we have these ideal relationships and the way we set it up. And, you know, a lot of the times it's promoted that, you know, women stand beside your man and be supportive, but 2021 moving into 2022, being that independent ass bitch, all these things, right? A lot of these men, Shout outs to all my girls, all my lovely ladies that I know offline and in, in line and all the lines, okay, real life. But, <laughs> but like, that is a huge part that our partners um, will have to adjust to. There's a lot of millionaires being made. There's a lot of gener generational curses being broken and riches that are being had, not all of them looking, you know. So Passenger, I truly appreciate it for a lot of, like, those reasons. And I can go on and on. And, you know, it's like... I want to ask you, what is handling all of Layla Day? What does that, you know, you're like, can you handle me? Can you, are you down? And like, yes. Are you committed? Yeah. Are you committed? Because now that I understand, like, you know, life has hills and dips. Yeah. Are you committed with yeah. me? Because it's shaky out there, fam. With you. Shaky. <laughs> You know, it's yeah. Oh yeah, Do we need to repeat Shorty from the city? I don't play that yeah. shaky warrior. I would rather be alone than be with another shaky warrior. Yeah. So you know, it's idea that um, what I'm going to be presenting to you is loyalty and commitment. Are you going to present that to me as well? Because I think, like you know, like you said, moving into this new new age and you know a lot of us black women who are very independent a lot of times also um partners have have or feel threatened by a very mm. independent woman but not to be threatened it's not to be it's not to be a threat it's to be embraced it's to be collaborative in that sense you know the an independent woman is not saying oh my god like i'm better than you nothing I'm better than you. It's it's to be collaborative as opposed yeah. to maybe, you know, someone else who might take a different approach. So I think with Passenger, like me coming into Passenger and it was already, that was my first single that I had um, had released a couple of years ago. But me coming into Passenger is really saying like, are you going to be as committed as I am? And I mean, it comes off in a little bit of a different way, but it's saying like, are you down to be my Passenger? Not to be behind me not for me to be behind you not like for us to come into this fairly equal and move together as a unit because a passenger is beside you not 
I'm not well, I guess the passenger seat is beside you. Yeah. I mean, everything else either way, you're traveling together to the traveling. same destination. Right. So it's Hopefully. the idea. <laughs> the sequel, but hopefully not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that we're going somewhere together. Yeah. So we gotta be on the same page, you know. I love that you um you're here with it. You're here with it. That's really nice because you know, sometimes we have different type of listeners and um as much as as much as I put so much work into um the cultivating of the project the you know track placements the ideas behind it and mm. everything you know, everything mm. you touched on today is, is really beautiful because there's some listeners who are just like one two three four five all right cool we get it like you know <laughs> just here and we're not really um thinking about it as in-depthly and yeah. so I'm, I'm really grateful because I think having this kind of conversation really excites me like this is the kind thank of I want to have <laughs> the kind of interviews I want to kind of have you know because thank you yeah, it really talks to the project as a whole, not on a surface level, but also kind of like more in depth. So let me, so um, just, you don't have to be too specific if you want, but you know, I want you to find love out there. So what are some, if you could list anything, what what is something that you could say as a part of handling all of Layla Day? Oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm a micromanager. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm working on it. Handling you said list, and I'm a list girl, so I, I completely resonate with that. List me, okay? We need organization. We need times. We need dates. We need, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe list me, but I'm a list you too. I am. I'm a micromanager when it comes to certain things. Like, yeah. And I remember, um, I have, sometimes I have to remind myself that, like, you know, in a relationship, nobody wants to be, like, micromanaged, you know? Yeah. It's not like I'm a manager and you're my employee, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So can you can you handle that piece of growth also? Like, I'm mm. going to be growing as well, but, like, can you handle a conversation to me that's in a respectful way, but that's saying, hey, like, I don't need a... I, I don't need a manager right yeah. now, essentially, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm a micromanager. That's something that I, I really noticed. Like, I like to be in control of myself, uh, yeah. but also be in control of what's happening around me. And sometimes my partner might be lumped into that. Um, I mean, I can be, I can also, like, I can also be very, um, like, I, I can put up, like, these, these, these blinders or these blocks or whatever, especially if I'm hurt. Um, again, mm. communication is something that I'm really on in communicating through those difficult times. Like if I feel hurt, the first thing I want to do is shut down and that's not helpful. I'll shut down and be like, listen, I am, I am the best ghoster of life. Like I can be like, like, see you one day and like, hi. And like, and then the next day be like, hmm, stranger. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, yeah. it's not something. I think that's like a Toronto thing as well. Like. You know, we've just been conditioned to like. <laughs> we're, we're getting old. I don't want to be like, you know, consistently like, you know, if I have to, then sure. Yeah, but yeah, I get In a relationship, you know, like we, we have to lose some of ourselves to our partner and for the betterment of the relationship. And so I think like, that's what I mean by like, can you handle my confidence? Can you handle my independence? Can you handle the idea that like, um, 
I don't need you. I want you. And the same mm. thing, you may not need me, but mm. you want me. And we want, we want to want each other. You know what I'm saying? Um, the, can you handle, you know, my, the days where I have an attitude? Can you handle, like, I, I exist in two extremes. I tell people all the time. I exist in How two extremes. How much is it going to take me to cut down? <laughs> my background vocals. There you, you got go. me, girl. Lots <laughs> to be hired. But I exist in two extremes. Can you handle me when I yeah. look like I don't belong to nobody? And then can you? <laughs> I'm all dolled up, and you're like, "Oh, girl, you yeah. know, yeah, everything, every yeah. aspect, bad, ugly, amazing, etc." And that's yeah. what I, I like. Can you handle that? Because if you cannot, let's have an honest conversation. And you say to me, "You know what? I'm, maybe I'm not at that space, or I'm not at that." place um but if you can then i'm going to afford you the exact same level of love or you you know commitment you know another the last um point or thing i'll bring up about passenger because i can honestly talk about detour forever and I'm, i'm mindful of your time so whenever you have to go i know you've had a super crazy day just feel free to let me know but um yeah don't don't hesitate but with passenger as well i've been recently reading because Gabrielle Union just dropped her like second book so she had a first book um we're going to need more wine and almost finished reading it but there was this part in there where she was speaking of her first marriage you know and they were with the counselor and she's speaking on this is like the thought that like emerged like reminding me and I made that connection with passenger right where similar to what you're speaking on and she caught herself or the passenger made her come to the realization that she was saying like everything is competition for her and she has to win. And the therapist said to her, well, who loses if you win? Like you're in a relationship with this person. You don't, that's not the goal. You don't want to see the person lose. And it's a healthy, like toxic, but healthy toxic, you know, it was a great way to just kind of like, and, that's what I'll say there. And I also want to ask you, um, not ask you, but say, or you can comment towards how you feel. Um, when you were speaking on that, I've been privy to dating people like in the industry or artists that create art and music. And I'm sure you've had similar experiences or those of you at home watching, listening, you can relate where like something that I've had to learn and still learning where what that person is creating art about not to try take a personal but not take it so personal and kind of be respectful of the fact that like like there's a there's kind of like a guidebook that comes along to like dating an artist if I'm making things where it's just kind of like as well being being the other person in that relationship to kind of be I'm rambling with my words but being mindful of I think you're getting what I'm trying to say being mindful that not everything that you it's your healing literally I'm hearing your healing and Maybe you might have said some things where I'm like, ah, this wasn't us. This wasn't what you talking about. Like, why are you being weird to me? Like, you know, <laughs> but how do you kind of like deal with that or gauge that? Or how are you looking to move without going forward into, you know, next situations or possibilities that you may have coming? Yeah. Listen. Because we can't avoid it. You're, we're going to have to, you know. That's- <laughs> Good question, honestly. Okay, I'm gonna be really, really honest and real with you. 
Um, I love Detour and uh, uh, the relationship that I was in when creating and crafting Detour. Uh, that person doesn't, well, I'm sure they're going to know. They haven't heard Detour, so they're going to know about Detour. Lot, yeah, yeah. I don't know how, I don't know how the reaction is going to be, but I mean, essentially it's my truth. And, um, you know, as someone else, like when you are dating an, art an artist, I think it's important to, yes, be mindful that it is our healing and our release about what we're experiencing, good, bad, or ugly. I mean, nobody's ever really upset when like, you know, a great song comes out about them and they're like, oh man, I'm so in love. Like, boy, you hear me with so much, like whatever, right? Like ain't nobody upset about that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it comes to what's real and what's honest for that person it might not look the same for the other person on the other exactly. side i want that to also be highlighted as well my story my detour my experience may look different for the other person who i experienced it with um and that's okay too you know what i'm saying at the end of the day there's not like a right or wrong but at the end of the day i am going to speak my truth um, I think for artists, as long as you're also mindful that, you know, people are going to be like, well, who is it? Or like, who is this about? Or like, who did whatever? Yeah. Um, you want to be mindful of like that person, especially if they're not in, they're not in the industry, they're not in music. They want to live their own life as right. well. As long as you're still respectful of their privacy, uh, you're still respectful of like, you know, whatever that is them. Um, yeah. I think you're more than you're more than welcome you have to you have to speak your truth you know and you have to. <laughs> for me, I mean that's my life I mean if if you date me you gotta know that there's gonna be a song somewhere yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah eventually especially if you did me wrong <laughs> <laughs> yep yep <laughs> absolutely <laughs> all right so we're winding down to the end. I know I am just like being so selfish and asking you so many questions, but I'm truly finding out right now, full circle moment. So definitely don't want to take um, this time for granted. So a traditional question, staple question we ask all of our guests, you know, we have the five elements. You have spirit, earth, wind, sorry, air, fire, water, Air, fire, water, spirit. Why is this blanking me? I should be writing this down. Shame on me. Five elements. I'm going to try this again. You have fire, air, water, earth, and spirit. Which element, Layla Day, do you feel like resonates or represents you the most? It doesn't have to be one. And why? I would say fire and earth. I know for most people, I know for most people, those two things sit at like the opposite end of a spectrum, but I feel like I really do move between those two things. I can absolutely be. Welcome to Downtown World. Don't waste no time with negativity. The conversations you never get to hear with me, Kay Blair. Weekly where we gain inspiration from our special guests. Thank you for tuning in and sharing, subscribing to us each and every week. 
This week's episode is sponsored by Shop Downtown, your one-stop shop for everything downtown world. You can visit and support us at www.downtownworld.com. That's www.dwntwnwrld.com. Now, let's get into this week's bowl of fruit. Eat fruit and mind your business.